Welcome to the Creative Pen Podcast. I'm Joanna Penn, thriller author and creative entrepreneur, bringing you interviews, inspiration and information on writing, publishing options and marketing ideas for your book. You can find the episode show notes, your free author blueprint and lots more information at thecreativepen.com and that's pen with a double n. And here's the show. Hello creatives, I'm Joanna Penn and this is episode number 604 of the podcast and it is Wednesday the 16th of February 2022 as I record this. In today's in-between episode, I have a discussion with Kevin Tomlinson and Mark Coker about the acquisition of Smashwords by Drafted Digital and what that means for authors who publish on either service, as well as the opportunities that might lie ahead in terms of publishing wide. Plus, we get a little sentimental about the past and wonder how our own legacies might look in the years to come. I include a little clip from Mark that I recorded in a discussion with him way back in October 2010 when we met in person in Brisbane, Australia, back when the only choice for international authors was Smashwords. You can watch the whole video at thecreativepen.com forward slash Smashwords 2010, Smashwords 2010 links in the show notes if you want to see how excited we were back then. And it's good to see that our excitement hasn't dimmed. (laughs) So I hope you enjoyed the discussion. Mark Coker is the founder and CEO of Smashwords, the original ebook publishing platform for indies established in 2008. Kevin Tomlinson is Director of Marketing and Public Relations at Draft Digital, established in 2012. Both Mark and Kevin are also authors, and they understand the author perspective when it comes to publishing, and we've got some exciting things to talk about today. So welcome, Mark and Kevin. Hi, Joanna. Hey there. Hey, it's good to have you both on the show. So let's start with the news. So Kevin, what has just happened or is happening? Uh, you may or may not have heard by this point, but draft digital ha- is acquiring Smashwords as of March 1st, 2022. So very big, very exciting news. We have been just sort of keeping our lips sealed for the past couple of months, but we are very excited to have that out there in, in the wild now. Well, I'm really excited about this. I think this is two companies coming together that sprouted from the same seed. Both of our companies were founded by authors. For authors, we are an author-first company. We share common business models. Both of us chose the most difficult business model to pursue, and that's only making money when the authors make money. And both of our companies have managed to build profitable companies with this difficult business model, and we really fit well together. We both have the same attitude. We both believe that authors should be the center of the universe, that authors should have total control over their pricing, promotions, distribution. By joining together, we can do more together. You know, we want the same thing for authors. And if you look at the last uh, decade that Drafted Digital has been in business, you know, we're creating duplicative systems, systems that do the same thing, systems that can easily be merged together. Well, maybe not easily, but they will be merged together. And that frees up engineering and development resources for us to develop new next generation tools. So this is all about doing more for authors. Yeah. I I have come to think of this, like we're the peanut butter and jelly of the 
self-publishing world now like now which of us is peanut butter i think smash words is the peanut butter actually because they're the foundation right they started it uh delicious all on its own and along came draft digital just sweeten the deal so that's the way i kind of perceive the whole thing um it's just all around going to be something really spectacular for the indie author community self-publishing community just because we each company on its own had its strengths had their weaknesses too. It's sort of, we f- we're puzzle pieces. I mean, we fit each other very well. I know everyone always thought of us as, as rivals. And in some sense we were, but we were sort of that like friendly competition thing where we were always just making each other better anyway. So this really, when you look back on it, it's a, it's sort of an inevitable journey to see this all come together. Yes, so inevitable. In fact, that when I found out, I wasn't surprised at all. And in fact, Mm-mm. anyone I've talked to, everyone's like, yeah, well, of course, that's kind of obvious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think anyone's been surprised. But also, I did want to thank you both and obviously thank the companies for that business model. I certainly, obviously, I was there at the beginning as well. And I certainly appreciate the company, both companies are now the same company, the approach to making money when authors make money. This is, and obviously, some of the retailers do this too when publishing. Um, direct, but there are a lot of companies that work things in a different business model where you have to pay up front or when you have to pay in different ways. So I think to just underscore that this business model is the hardest one, but equally is the one that benefits authors and that underpins both companies. So let's talk about the ramifications for the authors who are currently in either system. So yeah. Mark, what are the ramifications for people who publish on Smashwords? Words, what what are they going to see differently and how are things going to change for them? Sure. Well, I think it's important to understand that, that both of our companies have developed really cool tools for authors, self-serve tools. And some of these tools are unique to our platforms. So Drafted Digital has stuff that we don't have. We have stuff that Drafted Digital doesn't have. So in terms of Smashwords authors, um, Smashwords authors can look forward to new tools. They've got access now to D2D print, which I think is totally awesome and exciting. I think D2D print is going to be just as disruptive for print on demand as Smashwords was for ebook publishing 14 years ago. Draft Digital has automated end matter, which is super powerful in terms of saving the author time and also driving sales of your other titles. So those are just a couple of the things. Split payments. If you participate in anthologies and box sets, it's now easier than ever to split those payments and relieve the author from all the complicated tax accounting that comes at the end of the year. New payment options. So Drafted Digital has a direct to direct bank deposit option. That's something that Smashwords only off, offers to the a very small percentage of our authors, typically the best sellers. So that's exciting. There are just so many incredible synergies. You just put all those synergies into a room and throw a rock at it, and you're going to hit something really cool. Our big challenge that we have going forward is that we have so many great ideas, and we really need to bring those ideas together, merge our product roadmaps, and really identify what we want to focus on first. But it's all about just delivering more to the authors. So I think Smashwords authors and publishers are going to be thrilled by this. They're going to get access to simplified publishing tools. So both of our companies have different approaches. We've always had different approaches for how to design and create an ebook. The Smashwords approach gives the author total control, line-by-line styling and control within Microsoft Word. 
It's great for some authors, but it's also more difficult for the vast majority of authors. draft to digitals approach, which is based on templates, reliably produces beautiful books. And it's so much easier. And so for authors that prefer that method, great. For authors that, that, that prefer the Smashwords method, um, draft to digital wants to make that method available as well. So it's all about giving authors choice. Let them choose the tools that make the most sense for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it's a win-win for everyone. So, Kevin, obviously people publish through Draft2Digital. So what are the benefits that uh, Draft2Digital authors are going to see with um, the acquisition of Smashwords? I mean, just off the top of my head, we're adding at least 12 more sales partners to our to the Draft2Digital list, if you will. So that's the all the bunch that Smashwords distributes to that we didn't have relationships with before. So that's coming in. The Smashwords store is just sort of the biggest, I think, I mean, the thing that I like the most, because we've been asked, people have asked us for a storefront for, for years. You know, I only started working with Draft Digital in 2016, and I've been asked at least a billion times uh, when we're going to finally have our own retailer. But what I see, what I love is the synergy that's happening between the two companies, because we have complementary products and offerings. And one of those, uh, two of those, in particular, are the uh, our books to read links, the universal book links that we provide in conjunction with that Smashwords store. I mean, we have our the author pages and book tabs and those sorts of things. I'm I'm seeing like these are the kind of puzzle pieces that I want to see come together. I don't even have to look at the box to know what this is going to look like five years down the road. It's going to be an opportunity for authors to have complete control over how they reach their readers. I mean, we've got options now for direct sale. We've got options now for uh, promotion. And those are those tools are growing. Uh, the combination of the two companies is just accelerating that. So it's very mm. exciting. Exciting yes, I, is a word that we use a lot, by the way. You're going to hear us say that <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're, I we're in search it, of new synonyms. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is exciting. But of course, there are challenges. I've obviously been uh, looking in the Facebook groups and hearing what some authors are saying. And I would say 98% of people are, are pretty enthusiastic about this and can see the benefits. But there are some concerns that yeah. authors have. So what are some of the concerns you've heard? And how are you addressing those? Mark? So yeah, we've heard a lot of concerns and we're listening to those concerns and all the concerns are valid. This is a big change for a lot of authors. So there are a lot of authors who just feel like Smashwords is their store. It's their company. They feel like they have ownership in it. They supported it. They created it. And so there's that initial sense of fear of loss that maybe what they love is going to go away. So there are concerns about that. You know, there are a lot of authors who chose Smashwords for a certain reason. They looked at Drafted Digital and Smashwords met their needs. And same thing with Drafted Digital. A lot of authors at Drafted Digital looked at Smashwords. We didn't meet their needs. So that first group, just that, that, that dramatic change, the potential sense of loss. So we've, you know, been in communication with everyone to, to address those concerns. Um, the, uh, probably some of the, the strongest concerns have come from the erotica community. Erotica has always been important to Smashwords. It's always been my view that if you want to support the entire indie community, you have to support the erotica community too. You know, the, this they're writing 
in an important category that needs to be supported. It's a community that has faced years of persecution. It's a community where they try to publish by the rules and then their retailers just pull the, the rug out from underneath them and eliminate their livelihoods. And so we've always uh, stood by the erotica community and worked to you know bring them into the mainstream so that they have the respect and opportunities that they deserve. So that, you know, there's a lot of fear in the erotica community. And I, you know, I've always been engaged with the community and I re-engaged with them as part of this to, to listen to their concerns and address their concerns. And I think Drafted Digital has done a great job of addressing their concerns. Chris Austin has been very clear that that he views this community as important to the indie community. He views this category as important to readers. And it's a community that Drafted Digital wants to support. It's a community that Drafted Digital really couldn't support as we did in the past because they didn't have the tools to do it. And one of those really important tools is our erotica certification system that we created. Because within the, the BISAC categorization scheme, which is what most retailers use, the erotica is not clearly defined. It's not, there aren't granular categorizations for erotica. So you can't really identify what's in that erotica book, you know, what taboo themes are in there because every single retailer, almost every single retailer has a different policy on erotica and they'll accept some taboo categories, but not others. And because there was that uncertainty among retailers of what was inside that book. It made it difficult for retailers to accept that content without knowing for sure what was in there. So we built a system that's based on trust. Authors tell us what's in their book. They certify that uh, the, the different themes that are in either their erotica or their erotic romance. And then we trust the authors and the publishers that they're giving us accurate information. And then we, we use that information to determine what can go out to different retailers so we can honor the retailers' policies. And so this gives the retailers the trust that they need to accept more of this content. So, for example, we distribute erotica into Scribd, which is one of the fastest growing subscription outlets out there. And so I'm excited about the opportunity to make this certification system available to all drafted digital authors and publishers so that they can gain increased distribution as well. Mm, no, so, that, that's great. Kevin, from Draft to Digital's perspective, maybe yeah. you'd comment on that because, and I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here, we're talking about 14 years, Mark, where you've controlled the company and controlled the things. So Kevin, what, what does Draft to Digital see as a way that you're going to scale a lot of these programs that might have been more personal uh, with Smashwords? How is this going to work going forward? And how can you put people's mind uh, at ease that Draft to Digital won't go hard on shutting down some of these um, other categories? Yeah. Well, you you probably know better than just about anyone that Draft to Digital is a technology company first. That's basically our the roots of who we are. We are authors first, I guess, is the real way to put that. But we are a technology company at heart. And so is Smashwords. And so what this has done by combining our two pools of talent is give us an opportunity to step back from trying to create things that would be competitive with each other. And as Mark put it very well, uh, the duplicative effort of developing things that in parallel, we can turn that energy towards other technological and software developments that allow us to 
uh, deal with problems like this. So I think that the trust the author's perspective is still going to be valid for a very long time. The sort of self-regulating system is is going to be valid for a long time. And yes, we'll have some uh, growing pains there, but that gives us the opportunity to dive in and say, how are we going to solve that problem? Which is what draft digital has done all along. Every time someone comes to us with a major issue, we start thinking about it. We may not get a solution right away, but we do work on all this stuff in the background. I see that continuing and I see it just improving now that we have access to you know, the stuff that Smash, Smashwords has managed to pioneer for us. So I don't really see it as a challenge, honestly. I think we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll tr- continue trust, to trust them. Trust is a foundational element of this business. The entire industry is based on trust. Authors need to trust that we're going to look out for their intellectual property, that we're only going to partner with retailers that are able to respect their intellectual property and respect their instructions. If they want the book taken down, that book goes down. The retailers need to trust that the distributors are just are supplying what we say we are, and we need to trust the authors that what they're giving us is what they what it really what they say it is. And so I believe in trust first, but also verify. Yeah. And sh- if any author or publisher squanders that trust, then we come down on them like a ton of bricks. Right. You, you should have tolerance for that. Um, as we as we move forward in this, so Smashwords has their team, and the, and that trust element is there, and that's how they've handled it. Is more personal, right? We actually have a very large support team and growing. In fact, we're hiring. By the way, if anybody listening would like to work for Draft Digital, uh, DraftDigital.com/careers. But we are hiring more customer support folks. We're you know continuing to grow, but. That we've been able to offer that kind of personable and personal service to the authors as in the form of support already. So we're already scaling up what's necessary here. Like we're yeah. already upgrading that just by default. So there may take a moment for us to get everybody up to speed and figure each other out and that sort of thing. But I, I absolutely have confidence that we're going to con- be able to continue what Mark and team have, have built over at Smashwords. Fantastic. Right. So both companies, or now the same company, (laughs) have been very focused on wide publishing. And I totally agree with you that the combined company as Draft Digital will offer a lot more potential competition, let's face it, to the biggest company out there, (laughs) which has asked authors to be exclusive a lot of the time. Now, Mark, you've been very focused on wide uh, since day one and well known for being anti-exclusivity. What do you see as the growing, I guess, the growing potential of publishing wide and why are authors still choosing exclusivity? Well, I I think the primary reason authors choose exclusivity is because Amazon is the dominant player in eBooks. You know, they control access to the world's greatest, largest collection of readers. And authors publish to reach readers. So I totally understand the, the draw of Amazon exclusivity, because when you go exclusive, they give you special tools. They give you preferential discoverability. And that's difficult to say no to. But as I look ahead to the future, I think eventually that Amazon exclusivity is going to come into check. You know, government authorities here in the U.S. are investigating 
not just Amazon, but all of big tech. You know, big tech is under scrutiny for some of the darker side of big tech. And everyone wants fair competition. That's all we want. All, all we've ever wanted is a level playing field. And I think that level, that playing field is going to become more level as it becomes more obvious to government authorities and regulators that the current system's not working very well. When, when you have a, a monopolistic and monopsonistic control over a market, it does not allow other bright entrepreneurs to build businesses around the business of books. And from day one at Smashwords, we've wanted to foster a a diverse ecosystem of multiple booksellers. The more booksellers in the world, you know, the more people who are spending their every waking hour thinking about how do I connect books with my customers? How do I connect books with readers? That is just, that's what we want. That's how you promote greater opportunity for indie authors and greater opportunity for readers to discover books that match uh, their desires. So although we've seen a lot of unfair competition in the market over the last 14 years, I I think that's going to change in the future. And that gives me a great, great hope for optimism in what's possible, that I think we will see a broader, more diverse ecosystem. I look forward to draft to digital supporting new models for reaching readers. So I, I look forward to that changing. Mm. You know, when I when we were talking about merging, when Chris and I first started having conversations, Amazon didn't come into my mind at all. This this wasn't about Amazon. I know a lot of authors are excited that you know suddenly there might be a counterbalance to Amazon. I don't really see it so much that way. I think you know what happens with Amazon is going to happen with Amazon. It's going to be between Amazon and, and regulators. And all we can do joining together is to show what an author first publishing service looks like. It's mm. it's the business that we that Smashwords has always pursued, Drafted Digital has always pursued. Joining together, we're going to do a better job of it. And it's just going to be all about authors. And I think over time, authors are going to recognize that this is a publishing partner that's essential to your future as an author, a publishing partner that's looking out for you and, and that has your best interests at heart. We're not looking to commoditize books. We're not looking to strip you of your profits. We're here to put profits in your pocket because that's the only way we're going to make money. That's the only way we stay in business is if our authors are successful using our service. That, by the way, is exactly why the two companies were such a good fit is because that is our underlying, the underlying principle of both companies is to make the authors as much money as possible. And we like that business model so much that we bet the farm on it. Like we are entirely invested in the author and we're going to continue to be even more so now. So yeah. And here's where Mark and I are different. Uh, Amazon came into my head instantly uh, when we talked about the acquisition and merger, because I, you know, that is Amazon does have this stranglehold on the indie author community. It's kind of interesting as we announce this, and as I've watched every, for those of you who have podcasts and YouTube channels and things, and you're talking about this, I've seen them and heard them all by now. Everybody is very excited about that particular aspect of this is that this is the first crack in the armor uh, of Amazon that we might actually be able to insert ourselves and wedge that open and 
finally get out from under the weight of this, this 900 pound gorilla uh, that can't be avoided in this industry. Um, I see this as an absolute win for all authors across the board, not just indie authors. This is an also an opportunity for the small presses out there, for even major publishers. If they want to use us, we're here for you, uh, folks. Yes. Come, come <laughs> bring your stuff our way and we will help you. But yeah, I absolutely see this as a, the first shot over the bow of Amazon, really. Um, maybe that's dangerous talk. And I, I will accept responsibility for that. But I don't want to see Amazon go down. I don't want to see authors lose that as a venue. We all want to see the playing field leveled out so that everybody stands a much better chance. Competition is good for everybody, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. We are in competition with Amazon as much as anyone else, but they also are one of our sales partners. So we want to support them. We just want to get through to them. Hey, look, if you work with us, we all can make more money, be a better industry, we know that you don't care as much about certain aspects of the business as we do, but we can all work together in, uh, in that whole rising tide lifts all boats. That's perfectly applicable to everything we're doing. Yeah, that, that's a really great point, Kevin. You know, I, when we first became an ebook distributor starting in 2009, my attitude was I want every retailer to be successful with our books. I want to help Amazon make more money. I want Barnes and Noble to make more money, Kobo, everybody. I want them, I want to work with every retailer to help them make money off of indie indie ebooks because that's how indies make money. This is all one big, um, you know, positive synergistic relationship. Let's work together as a community to grow the business of books. Hmm. Yeah, I think in terms of pushing wide publishing, it is difficult. I mean, it is easier to publish on one retailer, but the fact is that Draft to Digital also now makes it easy to publish on a lot of retailers and library systems and all of this type of stuff. And I that's what we need as wide publishers is we is we need easier access to that wider market. So I'm totally with you. I, I think anything that makes it easier for authors to choose to go wide is a good thing because it just takes down those barriers. And I'm obviously, because I've been doing this so long, I upload tons of different systems <laughs> myself. And, you know, it, right it, there it, with the, you. yeah, the bigger your <laughs> ecos, like I've got what, nearly 40 books now, and it just becomes yeah. more and more complicated over time. And I'm personally very looking forward to the simplified systems and tools and workflow that we can put in because I only see this as possible as we have easier workflows. It is, and also the, the, the collective size of the number of authors that you now represent. It's 250,000 authors, a quarter million authors Hmm. and 880,000 books. Right. Yeah. So several hundred thousand authors. The fact is me, I'm as an indie author on my own, I have no power whatsoever. And then of course there are organizations like the Alliance of Independent Authors and things like that, who were trying to bring some power into the situation. But now draft to digital by representing that many authors and presumably you guys advocate obviously for, um, well, author rights and author revenue and all of those things. And I, I see some really good 
synergy, since we're using that yeah. word, in trying to redress the power imbalance with a lot of these relationships too. And you can only do that with numbers. It's just impossible any other way. And certainly what you now have brought together, it's just another sort of weight in that yeah. power balance, right? Yeah. And I am interested, Definitely. by the way, if Orna or anyone else at uh, Ally is listening, and we've reached out to her and we've talked with her a bit too, but I am interested, like, how do we work with Ally and any other organizations that are for the author's interests to leverage all this? And one of the things, uh, so we did a live Q&A with Mark and, and Chris Austin, uh, DDD's uh, CEO. Uh, one of the things that came up was data and data kind of frightens some of us, but Data is how we are going to change the tide. That's how we're going to shift everything in favor of the indie author. And these two companies coming together, we now, as Mark put it, uh, we have unprecedented access to data. No one else in the self-publishing world can possibly see as far as we can now. We're looking at ways to utilize that going forward. Now, there's some things we can't share, we can never share publicly because of NDAs and things like that. But there's a great deal of information that can be publicly shared, can be used to uh, help shape the sort of general direction of what we're doing, where we're going. There's enough of that there that we, I believe, can make a very big difference. And it's going to benefit the authors directly and indirectly. Um, mm. You know, DDD is, we're already talking about doing some recurring uh, like state of the industry stuff. Mark Lefebvre is uh, I've talked to him already about us doing some content around that on a regular basis. So going forward, I mean, it's not going to happen at once. I wish it could, but going forward, I think authors are going to be very impressed by what we're able to do together uh, that we were only sort of dreaming about when we were individual organizations. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and one great way that we're going to be able to leverage this data is to help our retailers be more successful. You know, selling indie ebooks. Yeah. You know, I tend retailer... to forget the retailers, Mark, and I'm glad you bring that up because <laughs> I'm always focused on the authors. But that is a very, very good point. Is that we are also here for those retailers. Everyone wants to think of it as a big move to to rise above that sort of thing. We need those retailers, of course, and we want them to succeed. I, I personally think we could single-handedly save uh, Nook, personally. I mean, I, I would love for Barnes & Noble to reach Go out talk to, to James Daunt. Yes, All right. exactly. So. Uh, to borrow Kevin's words, challenge accepted. Challenge you know, accepted. The, yeah, these, the, you know, we want Barnes & Noble to be super successful. We want every retailer to be super successful because that is in the indie author's best interest. That's in publisher's best interest. That's in reader's best interest that we have this diverse ecosystem. And so, yes, we do have the power to help foster that in a way that we didn't before. Mm. You know, it, it's possible now for a, a bright you know, entrepreneur to come to us with a really compelling business model, and we can give them the critical mass to launch their business around our books. I mean, that's the, the critical mass that we have now. And this isn't just hype. I mean, in the past, we've done that. We helped put scribbed on the map, you know, when they signed their deal with Smashwords overnight, they doubled the content that was available. And I'm excited about the subscription model and the subscription model does not work without indie content. So this is great. This is great mm. for everyone. 
For sure. Right. Well, we're almost out of time. I do have um, <laughs> I have one more question. Now We need three more hours. I know. Yeah. There's lots to talk about. But <laughs> Thank um, you for oh, tuning in for this first of a four-part series on the Creative <laughs> Pen Podcast. Uh, no, well, I, I want to take us back first. So, Mark, you and I met in person in Brisbane, Australia in 2010 when we were when the indie world was new and we were fresh faced. And I'm going to link to the YouTube video in the show notes, but I'm also going to play a short clip now. I think it's really important for authors to recognize that we're on the cusp of some really dramatic wonderful change and thanks to ebooks and thanks to the internet it the the opportunities for authors to reach readers have never been greater before um, so mark you said that back in 2010 so let's look forward another uh, decade what are you excited about in the years ahead because you're staying with draft digital aren't you you're not riding yes. off into the sunset to the beach you're staying what are you excited about i started the business with a mission and I'm really proud of what we did do to execute on that mission. But the mission's not over. And what I see now is an opportunity for me to continue to prosecute the same mission because it's a mission that Drafted Digital shares. So it's not like I'm trying to get Drafted Digital to do something that they don't want to do. It's something that both of our companies have always been committed to. And together, we can accomplish more. As we talked about, this is a really tough business to stay in business in. And by joining together, we will be stronger. We will have greater flexibility to invest in projects that maybe neither one of us could justify in the past. Rather than wasting millions of dollars building duplicative systems, we can put that money into new things. And also, since we're spreading out our investments over a larger base of authors, it means we can potentially do things that weren't justifiable for either one of our companies previously, but are now justifiable now. So I'm just really excited about how we can continue to prosecute the mission on behalf of indie authors to place indie authors at the center of the universe, to make it possible for any reader anywhere in the world to access this wonderful, diverse content, indie content, so that, that what readers read is not determined by what publishers allow you to read. What you can read is only limited by the imagination of indie authors. And so I'm just really excited about that. Fantastic. And and Kevin, give us a, a glimpse. Obviously, there's a roadmap for the merger of the systems and the new tools and all of that. But what do you see uh, coming in the years ahead? Oh, as these two, as our collective resources and tools start to combine, I what I see is just spinoff innovation where there's so many things that we have uh, over the years at draft digital said, you know, it would be great if we could do this, we just need the development time and, and that sort of thing. A lot of that stuff is coming to us sort of wholly formed because of, of uh, Mark and his team. Uh, and I, what I see now is the opportunity for us to just start build on those foundations and create new stuff that people probably didn't even know they needed. There are certain needs that we have identified in the business, in the industry that I think we're going to be able to address now. So I, over the next, I think over the next five years tops, I mean, we're going to see some pretty impressive stuff come out of the works there. I, I, I want to add one quick thing, by the way, and it's kind of a zeitgeist thing, but Mark founded uh, Smashwords back in 2008, which happens to coincide with when I released my first self-published book, which did go out via, via uh, Smashwords. And 
whatever uh, create space was back then and Amazon's uh, early version of KDP, all that stuff happened for me around that, that same time. And I, at the first conference I ever met Mark, I actually thanked him for building the industry that I was, uh, that was part of my journey that was making me successful as an author. So this, it's been, a, he, he scoffs and laughs, uh, yeah. but I am, he's uh, the indie godfather. I'm incredibly grateful to this guy for what he uh, built here. And everything you see on this landscape started with Mark and Smashwords and draft to digital. We have worked hard to to build something that's that is aimed at empowering authors and helping them to reach whatever heights that they want to reach but it all started back with smashwords so this is this merger is bigger than just the resources and tools we bring in it's it's sort of coming back around full circle to what you know the vision and dream that all of us had i'm more excited about it than i can really express so that's that I, you ask about the future, but I, the past is just as important in this. And I, I do see us accelerating and growing and innovating uh, going forward. I, I, I can't wait. <laughs> There's more ideas than we have time and developers to uh, to put into effect. So, yeah, well, I, I appreciate that, Kevin. And I'd like to give a shout out to my old friend Dan Pointer. Oh, bless! You know, um, <laughs> I met Dan because, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, I, I would like to think that what I've done with Smashwords was really a continuation of his mission. Dan was the first one out there popularizing self-publishing and teaching writers how to think and act like a professional publisher. And he did that almost 40 years ago now. Mm-hmm. But Dan was never able to realize his full vision because of some of the challenges involved in distribution. And the rise of ebooks combined with self-publishing helped realize Dan's vision that every writer had the power to become a professional publisher. And so in many ways, this is all a continuation of Dan Pointer's vision. And I'm really sad that he's gone. But from a very early time, he took me under his wing. He was a mentor to me, a supporter to what we were doing at Smashwords. And I think he saw that what we were trying to do was a continuation of what he started. So Kudos to Dan and his memory, because none of this would have been possible without Dan Pointer. Yeah. And uh, for those listening, Dan died in 2015. But yeah, I met him in those early days, actually, at a speakers conference in Australia and also had, was thank, thanked him for, for encouraging us all. What's so funny is, you know, now I'm sitting here thinking, oh, my goodness, I hope people talk about us like this one day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when we're dead and gone but i hope oh. it will be a while until any of us get talked Look, about yeah, sort of yeah. Founders. knock on wood be a long time but I, what i want Joanna. is you know, remember kevin tomlinson when he died in like 2095 that guy was great <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that guy was good <laughs> brilliant well we have to wrap it up now but if people want to reach out to you guys or the team and they or they have some concerns about the acquisition and, and their place in things um, where should they find out more information and who should they contact um as with all things, if you have questions about draft to digital uh, reach out to our support team at support at draft You can also find that link on the contact page uh, at draft So that is going to be your easiest and most straightforward way. And we have real live humans waiting to answer all these questions. Yeah. And I'm happy for any writer in the world to contact me directly. So my email today is mc at smashwords.com. 
just please don't count on me as your personal technical support <laughs> department. But I'm always happy to hear from indie authors, hear your concerns, and I'll try to point you in the right direction. Brilliant. Well, thanks to you both. And I uh, look forward to another decade ahead of, uh, right. of Draft the Digital. Thanks, guys. Let's Thank do you. it. Thank you. Thank you, Joanna. So I hope you found the discussion with Mark and Kevin interesting and that it has encouraged you to see more opportunities ahead with publishing wide. I'm seriously considering consolidating my own ebook publishing as uh, I've been doing this, as I said on the interview, I've been doing this for so many years. I upload to so many platforms and updating your backlist the longer your career goes on <laughs> can be quite a, quite a feat. So next Monday, I'll be talking to Craig Martell about his journey from the Marine Corps and military intelligence into consulting and then 20 books to 50k and what he sees as the best way to make an indie career right now, plus a discussion of what the biggest indie conference in the world, 20 Books Vegas, looks like and how an introvert might navigate a few days there. So happy writing and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening today. I hope you found it helpful. You might also like the backlist episodes and show notes available at thecreativepen.com forward slash podcast. You can also get your free author blueprint at thecreativepen.com forward slash blueprint. If you'd like to connect, you can tweet me at The Creative Pen or find me on Facebook at The Creative Pen. See you next time.